Here post City. It's in. And again, Warren Speak has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up, Preston Macadamia, and we've got an invasion on. Comes out with the ball. Borisovic destroyed. Oh, oh, what a goal! Get out of here! That is outrageous! Stop! Carl Borisovic! Get around it! Writes his name in Preston folklore! It's the winner. What a great goal by the Kulevsky. The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the premiership champions. Skinner Beach. It's there. Preston have done it. Through ball for Spink. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith. Yes, it's there. Good evening and welcome back to the Lions Den here at the home of the Preston Lions. It is Jenna Steel Stadium, BT Connor Reserve, and we've got a home game coming up for you t- uh, tomorrow night. Finally, at long last, the Friday night lights for the Preston Lions for the first time since round one. And to honour that, we have dropped the new third kit. It is out now for pre-order, so make sure you get your orders in in the next two weeks because this thing, let me tell you, it's going to fly off the shelves. My name's Josh Parrish. I've got Dan and Adrian here with me, the Preston brand team, uh, who are the masterminds behind this new strip. Uh, gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having us Thanks, again. Josh. I mean, you just keep bringing out new stuff, so I'm going to ha- keep having <laughs> to have you back. Uh, Adrian, do you want to tell me a little bit about the inspiration behind this jersey? Yeah, so it's it's pretty um, you know sentimental to the club in the sense that uh, you know you got the the prominent black uh, and the red accents through it, um, and mo- uh, most likely it's inspired by you know the Friday Night Lights here at uh, Genesis Steel Stadium and how sort of iconic it is. Um, so that was the sort of the main inspiration behind the jersey on itself. So and you know obviously you got that sea of red out through the grandstand which lights it up too as well. So that was sort of the main inspiration behind that behind the kit as well. So um, yeah, we worked very hard on it and went sort of back and forth, Dan and I and our team, just you know going just to really try to perfect this thing and give something that the fans can be sort of really proud of too as well. So um, yeah, so you know it's getting some great reception so far on socials. So. Yeah, hope we've done everyone proud, and um, yeah, it looks. Well, I think it looks beautiful, um, and so does everyone else. And yeah, we're very sort of proud to what we created. So, well, as soon as these things go out, I start getting DMs <laughs> from my friends who follow MPL and Australian yeah. football. I had one come through right away, screenshotting the post and saying, <laughs> "Preston have the best kits of any team in Australia this year." Well, so, love to hear that's that. high praise. Uh, it is. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. <laughs> you know, we, we we aspire to be, you know, the, the the club that sort of you know goes about their brand off the pitch in the the best most professional manner. And um, yeah, we just continually just try to strive for that. And and yeah, so the, yeah, yeah. Well, Dan, um, I want to talk about the Friday nights because it's been a a recent feature. I think it was 2021 when we got the floodlights up and we had that first home game. I believe it was against Melbourne City. Yep, Alex Schiavo yeah, scoring last the last-minute winner and then yeah. running and basically getting crushed on the fence by the fans. Uh, absolutely immortal moment that was. 
But just as a fan, and I know you're working around the club and volunteering and doing bits and bobs, uh, but how important have the Friday nights been in in you know the last couple of years of the club's existence with you know the surge in attendances that we've got and the I guess just the feeling has been different for mine. Yeah, look, absolutely immense. Um, I mean, we 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 were traditionally a Sunday three o'clock kickoff, um, and everyone sort of was obviously used to that but then again you've got other state leagues going on on that day you've got junior games on on that day as well so it might be a little bit hard for families to come out and then with the change to Friday night games um, the, the attendance levels have obviously risen the families kids coming out wives sisters daughters whatever it may be um, it, it, it's incredible and and just the atmosphere around the club and just just little fun fact on that Melbourne City that first game mm. Pascoe were actually playing the same night and they called Zakarewski back then and said, what just happened? We heard a big roar when Alex Galvez scored. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess that just puts in uh, puts it into a bit of perspective, right? Um, yeah, look, it's it's unbelievable. And I think you see the change across the league as well. A lot of clubs in NPL 2 have changed the Friday nights and um, also across the NPL, NPL 1. Um, it, I think it's a no-brainer um, mm. for, for, for football in Victoria. And yeah, I think it's made, it's made a huge impact on the club. Um, and and obviously tomorrow night as well. Um, if if everyone's got the time, come out and see our under twenty ones. Mm. Um, yep. Congratulations to them as well. They got their first win. They've been working so hard off the pitch over the last few weeks, and I think they've been unlucky um, not to get not to get a win until last week. Um, so they'll be on on the park tomorrow. And I think even for them, just to be there, experience the the uh, the atmosphere of a night game under the floodlights at, at Jenna Steel Stadium, like you can't beat it. Well, you've got your new merch stand up now. Yeah, your yeah. First uh, go round in. Uh, in week one, yeah, I, I made a mad dash over there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it was at halftime that match. I was abs- It was a it was a baking hot day, and then as soon as the sun went down, the temperature on top of that broadcast tower just <laughs> dropped yeah. by about twenty five degrees. My teeth are chattering on the call. I don't know if people could hear it. I made a mad dash at halftime. Uh, straight to, skipping past the front of the queue, of course, um, <laughs> arrogantly, arrogantly as I do, and I said, "Please, Dan, I need something. Give me something." Um, but well, that, look, well, look, just in case for everybody tomorrow, um, if you don't want to do what Josh did and, <laughs> and run over at half time, uh, we do have some new items that are going to be available tomorrow. Um, that's including the hoodies that uh, Adrian and I are wearing, mm-hmm. and as you can see, our beanies and our scarves will be available for purchase tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Get in early, get your gear, um, grab, grab, grab a bite to eat uh, before the game um, and just come and support the club. Mm. And, um, yeah, don't don't make the same mistake, Justin, because <laughs> no. it, it can get very cold, as everyone yeah. knows, down here at our Jenna Steel, So Yeah, it definitely can. And we've got the new uh, the new beanies in, the new scarves and yep. uh, umbrellas and as that. well. I'm not opening no, it. Not, open not, 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 before, not before a game. No, not at all. Not inside. We're a superstitious bunch around here. <laughs> yeah, just to let everyone know, we've got umbrellas <laughs> available this year as well. So Fantastic. I mean... Uh, Adrian, you talk about the design, but also talk to me about the photo shoot that mm. went out. Um, we had a great reception to that as well, and the players involved yet again seem yeah. to be uh, uh, enjoying themselves as uh, ambassadors for the club. 100%, and maybe yeah. a, a future in modelling ahead of a few of them. <laughs> they, so they so they think, um, <laughs> but it's great because I think here you know we like to utilise and collaborate with our people. Um, and that's what makes this club great. So we were fortunate enough to be gifted with such a great game day photographer and Matt Johnson. Um, so we used his services in getting the sort of the third kick photo shoot done. Um, and yeah, we just really sort of discussed with him sort of what we were after. And I think also, you know, 
the direction of the, the, the photo shoot too as well was important because we want to convey what we're actually communicating with the design of the kit. So you'll notice that in some of the images that you'll see a, either a purple or red light, um, which represents, as I said, the, the, the Friday night lights here. So in something that when, when we curate it, we want to ensure that you know from top to bottom, it's really sort of conveying something and communicating something, not just sort of a generic sort of photo shoot. Um, and we really aim to sort of think outside the, think outside the box of what we do. So, you know, as even with the kits themselves, um, you know, you've got your home and you've got your away kit, which will, you know, tell a story. But I think with the third kit, you, you sort of want to look and, and see things that connect with the club outside of the, the, the walls here mm. um, and see sort of how, how popular uh, um, things are with the club to the community as well and how you can sort of encapsulate that. Um, and put it to a design and to the jersey too as well. Um, you know, from top to bottom, and it can be anything from, as I said, Friday night, Friday night lights for us, but anything out there within the surrounding radius um, and what goes on and how it, how it relates back to this club and the community, um, it's definitely something that we like to communicate and it is sort of that main inspiration behind a third kit and definitely moving forward, um, you know, we, we, we will continue to strive to be creating stuff like this and, and really sort of be different in our own sense and really sort of strive to be the best and as, as I said it's 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 no different to sort of how the, the women and men and juniors approach their game day yep. they want to be the best on the pitch um, and get good results and for us it's no different to off the pitch there too as well we sort of want to be the best brand off the pitch um, and just communicate our, our, our club in the best way possible um, and yes hence this the third kit um, a lot of people were hounding Dan from <laughs> yeah. I don't know back end of last year so you've got the glamorous job you get to come up with all the designs and things and then Dan I know I feel bad because sometimes I, I look back and I think oh no I've created a monster for him because then I said to him before I was like just be prepared for tomorrow night that you people will ask and be hounded for you know this, well, when are you hiring an assistant mate when are we going to set up your uh, DC said it's office? not in the budget unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah look my house is basically a Preston, a Preston distribution centre mm. at the moment um, there's there's more boxes in there than I can count, to be honest with you. Um, but no, it's okay. We're doing it. We're doing it mm. for our club, and and uh, hopefully, hopefully, we, like Adrian has mentioned, we've made people proud, and um, mm. and uh, we we love seeing people. I've already seen people every game. You know, even away games coming in in their jerseys and their and their and their t-shirts. Um, so yeah, I, I just I, I can't wait to see people wearing mm. this stuff um, over the next few weeks. And I just have to also. Just quickly give a big shout out to Tony Demoski and his lovely wife Tanya for their printing mm. services mm. that they've offered for for our for our gear. Because without them, we wouldn't be anywhere. They've mm. they've done an absolutely amazing job. Fantastic. Um, before I let you guys go, anything from you? From advice on pre-ordering, ordering, sizing, anything we can do to make your life a little bit easier? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so the the reason we'll, we'll be. Uh, we'll, Full disclosure: the reason we've done pre-ordering is um, so we don't we don't have a cost to the club, so we we don't have extra yep. stock lying around. So what I suggest is everyone get in over the next uh, next two weeks if you can um, a game day tomorrow, even at training, um, and you can try on one of the home or away kits, whichever you like for sizing. Uh, if you want it a little bit looser, I suggest going a size up. Mm. Um, that's that's just how the sizing. They sits. are pretty pretty skin tight. Mm. Yeah, so. they are. So, um, but like I said, you can come in tomorrow and try one, and then order one online. Um, all the all the um, it, we offers are in long sleeve as well, and there also you can get a number on the back as well, which will all be done overseas um, this yep. time around. So we've tweaked it a little bit, so that'll be all done overseas with this pre-order. So as soon as it lands in Australia, it's picked, packed, ready to go, and we'll send it straight out. Well, 
You've got a huge operation ahead of you, mate. I know. I know you do. Because I know the fans are going to want this kit badly. So make sure you get your pre-orders in ASAP. It's plfc.com.au slash store. Shop. For shop. Slash shop. 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 Thank you. That's why I've got the experts That's on. That's all right. Live slash shop. We've got a link on our socials and on our website, yep. of course. Don't don't just type in verbatim whatever URL spouts out of my mouth. But uh, And don't have... just stop at the Q2. Don't forget, there's, there's plenty more items <laughs> oh, on there. Click well. around on that. Store. I know exactly a few right. people have asked. There's puffers. Yeah. I've got puffers Ooh, in early. Oh, nice. Yep. We're so, going to need those. Yes, yes. we are. So. It gets bloody cold. <laughs> we are. So <laughs> yeah, there's winter. puffers available tomorrow as well. Almost <laughs> forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I might be making a mad dash for one of those tomorrow night, depending on, <laughs> depending on whether we just, have uh, just similar do, weather this morning. Just, just don't do it at half time, man. No. Come before the game. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, Dan, Adrian, always a pleasure, gents. Thank you. Uh, enjoy the rest of your night. And uh, fan- well done. Fantastic job on the new designs. I am personally. I'm going to be uh, distracted during the interviews because I'm just going to be gazing <laughs> longingly at those sample kits. Um, you know, you'll have to guard them jealously yes. and make sure they get you get 100%. back home. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> we'll take a short break. On Thanks the other sure. side, we've got two of the heroes from the weekend: Brady Smith after scoring the last gasp equaliser, and the man who lit up social media this week with his long-range bomb into the top corner, Jamie Forrester. They're both coming up on the other side of this break, so don't go anywhere here on the Lions Den. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Lions Den here live from Jenna Steel Stadium. My name is Josh Parrish. I've got Jamie Forrester and Brady Smith here with me after their weekend heroics. A two-all draw against Manningham. Very eventful, crazy game. Uh, Brady, I'll start with you. That game was absolute chaos from start to finish. Yeah, it was mental. It wasn't ideal, to be fair. It wasn't the start we were after, nor probably the performance. But I guess it was a true sign of like we, we just didn't finished... We didn't stop till the end sort of thing. Well, you didn't, certainly. You're still alive on the uh, edge of the six-yard box there after Connor Bell's free kick cannon back to you. Uh, yeah. Nice diving header into the bottom corner, if you don't mind. Yeah, I wish it was as good as Jamie's goal, but <laughs> it was still a goal. We'll get to that. <laughs> I mean, w- what was the feeling after the match? A bit conflicted because, you know, you think the game's done, mm. you keep fighting right up until the final whistle, you get that equaliser, still not the result you wanted, but maybe feels like a bonus considering, you know, being up against up against it and basically the last kick of the game getting a point yeah to be fair like in the change room it just felt like a loss like I think the performance just wasn't good enough and then all the boys knew that and that was like a good sign I think like yeah. <laughs> we're not happy with the point you know I mean you talk about playing on that particular pitch against that very counter-attacking opponent they had a specific game plan that's caused problems for some of the the top teams in this division I mean Paco's top of the table and they got done 3-0 by Manning in the previous week so I get the feeling, personally, that that point's going to look a lot better at the end of the season than it does now. Yeah, definitely. It could. <laughs> I don't know. Like they, they weren't bad. I think they were quite a decent team. They were set up quite well uh, on that pitch as well. It's fast. They started fast. And um, like you said, that they aren't, they, aren't, they aren't a bad team. They took points from Paco. I think they'll take points from lots of teams. But at the end of the day, we just weren't good enough. Oh, Jamie, welcome to Australia, mate. It was bloody hot out there, wasn't it? Just a bit, yeah. It was um, <laughs> definitely the hottest hottest football match I've ever played, and it's probably not far off the hottest I've ever been in, to be honest. So, yeah, well, it was not ideal for me, and yeah, my chest wasn't too good. Obviously, that's why I've, I've come off at half-time, but um, yeah, obviously the lads have, have dug it out in the end, and like I say, hopefully a bit further down the line, it's, it's going to be a point that we can look back on and think it's not too bad of a point in the end. Well, 
I hear that you weren't too flash before the Western United game, but didn't tell Louis until you came off the pitch. Is that right? No, to be fair, that was um, <laughs> I wasn't. I was actually all right that game. It was. It was. I'm not sure what what happened in that game. I just sort of blew up a little bit quite early on in the second half in that game. But um, like I say, my chest has not been. It's not been too good. But hopefully, I'm coming out of the uh, the other side of it a little bit now. <laughs> well, talk me through your goal, mate. Because uh, it's, I don't know if it's a rehearsed routine off the training ground. It was Brady forward, the centre back <laughs> taking the corner, yeah. and then it's short out to the. Well, I won't say the edge of the box because it was about thirty <laughs> oh, metres out. <laughs> I mean, firstly, was there any practice in that manoeuvre in the lead up to the game, or was it just you're in space, give me the ball? It wasn't so much. It was. It probably was rehearsed as such, but we didn't actually. It was probably the one time we've not not worked on it, sort of on the field type of thing. It just sort of all come together and. It wasn't fully what we'd planned to do. It just obviously during the game, you know, something's got out the window sometimes. But you know, th- there was the uh, the sort of plan there to get the ball to me on the edge of the box, but to cross it. <laughs> but obviously, the, it just obviously during the game it turns out different. And yeah, like I said, it's um, it's gone in, and <laughs> I'll take I'll take it. I mean, you were almost shaping across to begin with, but then you were quite a little bit central. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you did mean it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. <laughs> I did mean it in the end. Yeah. To be honest, I thought I thought on camera they looked more like across than what he actually did. So, um, like I said, I'll, I'll take it. But yeah, like I said, the, what we worked on was it was designed to be across, <laughs> but um, you know, the defenders were slow to get out to me. So, if you're going to give me that much space, I'll <laughs> I'll hit it. Well, I, I spoke to you after the Western game. You said you know you'd take anything to just get off the mark. But the long-range goal is sort of your trademark. Is that fair to say? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind where one from range. Yeah, it's um, it's something that you know I've got a little bit of a reputation for back home. Um, like I said, not too much at the minute, but hopefully that I'll start start progressing that as we go along. He's being super humble. We said every every week at the, on the training pitch, <laughs> yeah. even tonight. He's, he's not going in tonight. Yeah, do you? he's he's acting humble now, but out there he's not humble. He can <laughs> he can do it whenever he wants. No, it's different on a training pitch though, to, <laughs> to, to win a match. So it's, like I said, I was happy. To be honest, it was, I think the goal came at a good time as well. More, more than anything, I think it was like I say we're probably mm. below par a little bit and. Um, yeah, like I say, for it to go in like that, it's sort of uh, extra special as well for me, but on a personal note. Absolutely. I mean, were you? Uh, it was another terrible kickoff time for the UK audience, but were you uh, <laughs> folks watching back home? Yeah, I think again, my dad. Um, I think my dad and my granddad was this week again. Um, but lo- obviously, luckily, these next two games are a pretty good kickoff times. I think it's like nine nine a.m. in the morning, so. <laughs> Um, hopefully uh, a few more of the family will be able to <laughs> be able to watch it back home on this one well that's why we play under the Friday night well it's not the reason but, um, you know <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a nice it helps, added, yeah. added bonus no no it helps yeah definitely for like I say for, for, the, for us UK lads it helps with the family and, and friends back home it's funny the, the supporters seem to think I'm clued in or in the know or something they don't tell me anything like Louis doesn't tell me anything about the players he's signing so as soon as I I see little Instagram DMs coming through or you know player announcement pop up I'm immediately Google away on social media. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I found your highlight reel and immediately got excited. So I yeah. uh, appreciate you following through on that. No, yeah, no, obviously <laughs> we spoke about it the week before as well, didn't we, after the Western game. So it was, um, yeah, it's done me pretty well to, for it to happen <laughs> about six days later. So like I said, I'll take it. Uh, Brady, talk to me about these third kits. You were you were eyeing them off before in, in, during the break. Yeah, no, they're clean. They're super clean. Like I think all the boys would love a black kit. I think there's not too many around, mm. I think, especially out here. Under the lights, it's gonna look super. Something a little bit, you know, a little bit dangerous about going out in all black, a bit intimidating. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Jamie with the tats, the dark kit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, what's your experience been like in the in the last few weeks? Obviously, we had so many away games in a row, and there's been a bit of tumult in the team in regard to injuries, players popping in and out. You've deputised at centre back. Um, I guess what's the feeling been like in the group? Um, because it seems like it's adapt on the run at the moment. Yeah, well, I think like like we've all everyone speaks about like the depth in this squad. Um, like it might look like from the outside, like we're just changing players in positions. It's a bit willy-nilly, but it's not. Like we've got depth in every position. Um, it's super calculated, and I think um, playing on playing all the games away it just it showed the support we have. Like even at Western, like you look over, you just see <laughs> red and black. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, how much are you looking forward to coming back home tomorrow? Night? Yeah, definitely. It was annoying. We we got a taste for one week and then four weeks away. <laughs> I was speaking to the old man straight after the match. Like, yeah, I was disappointed the result, but it was it was unbelievable experience playing in front of that lot. Yeah, and against City too, who uh, you boys obviously weren't part of it, but we mm. had some pretty good battles against them over the years. It was actually the first Friday night game two years ago. Now the last minute win it was against Melbourne City, and then of course. Uh, last season, uh, getting promoted and winning the title in that famous game down at uh, Frank Hollihan. I was actually Adiol. watching that game live when I was in Sydney. I, it was just before I signed. Yeah, I was watching that game. I was, I was the same. As <laughs> really? I, uh, yeah. I was working from home at the time. Yeah, so I was I was sat watching it on my uh, on my laptop. So. So you were watching along as uh, as we got promoted. That's fantastic. Yeah, Is yeah, that yeah. part of the reason that convinced you to join? Or? Uh, no, I think I'd already. Already in. I think I think I'd already made my decision by that point. But yeah, it was like I say, it was around a similar time. To be honest, when obviously that game was on. Um, so yeah, I thought obviously tuning in and well, we we game. broke ratings records that night for the live stream. I didn't realize we had two future players at least <laughs> tuning in on that that night. But. Uh, yeah, we've had some great battles with uh, City over the years. I mean, they're a very technical team. A very, very different challenge from the weekend against Manningham. Uh, yeah, I think, like I said, obviously we played Western, um, obviously the week before, so that, uh, like I can't say too much, I've never played against, obviously, too many yep. teams over here, so I would imagine it's going to be a similar type of game. Obviously, they're going to play the ball, you know, but that's why we work on the training ground to, to, to go against that, really. So, you know, we've got our, our game plan going into it, and hopefully that'll, that'll pay, us, pay us off well. Absolutely. Well, uh, Brady, I mean, people don't really know your style of play yet because you've had to play in different positions and so forth. Do you think centre-back could be a long-term position for you this season? Yeah. Uh, or are you just happy to get into the team wherever you get picked? Look, to be fair, like when I was signing for the club, like Sash knew me as a six and a centre-back. Mm. Um, when I was speaking to Louis, he said, look, um, six could be the spot, but it could be centre back, could be right back, could be wherever. To be fair, just along that in that defensive like sort of space. Sure. Um, yeah. To be fair, as long as I'm on the pitch, still it matters. To be honest, <laughs> to me. I mean, it's you make it look easy. I mean, Jamie, you were playing a little bit of six in in pre-season. Um, how's the I guess adjustment been? We talked about the conditions being a bit different in Australia. How's the adjustment been coming over here, getting your body right in time for the new season, and uh, like playing a couple of different roles in midfield as well in preparation for it? Yeah, I think obviously the the fitness levels are are a much higher higher level over here. You know, obviously even training three times a week back home, the majority of clubs are at probably a similar level training twice a week twice a week max um i know you know obviously if it's a midweek game it'll just be once so it, you know it took a little bit of um, getting used to on the body it still is a little bit um but you know I, I feel probably the best i've ever felt and you know i'm only i'm only getting fitter as well so i think playing in the six for the for a few weeks it, it helped probably more fitness wise more than anything um it's a position i'm comfortable in playing in as well if you know if it, if it come to it 
Um, but yeah, like I say, I think from a fitness point of view, I'm 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 getting there now. It's um, like I say, it's been a, it seems to be a long journey since I've been here, but um, it was a tough pre-season, and like you say, hopefully we're all sort of reaping the rewards a little bit from it now. Talk, talk to me a little bit about your career trajectory so far and the clubs you've played for, the levels you've played at, and what those leagues are like in comparison to what you've experienced so far in Australia. Yeah, no, it's, it's a question I've had a lot, to be honest, since I've been here, and it's, it's really hard to sort of compare, if, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, obviously the levels back home, you just sort of conference, conference north, the the amount of lads that are dropping from the full-time leagues mm. into those leagues now, it's, it's more and more with the, with the more sort of money that's dropping down from, from the football league back home. Um, probably more recently, I, I dropped down a few leagues with with the club I was at, um, and just really enjoyed my football again, to be honest. Um, but like I say, it's it's a bit it's too hard of a comparison to sort mm. of you know match up the levels compared to back home. It'd be interesting <laughs> to see you know like us for example play a certain level of team back home just to see where it does actually compare. Um, but yeah, like I said, in terms of professionalism and in terms of the training and things like that, I think definitely at Preston. I'm not sure what it's like at other clubs, obviously, but it's definitely sort of. Uh, I guess sort of a step ahead of, of, mm. of other clubs that I've been at back home. Well, well that's very validating for us. We like to be favourably <laughs> compared with <laughs> leagues in the UK. I mean, Brady, what about for you? I mean, you've played in top flight MPL both here and in Sydney. You've even had a few sojourns overseas. You mentioned played in Bangladesh. Yeah. So you're probably used to the heat. That was easy on Saturday <laughs> for you, right? Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> no, but like, like, like Jamie said, I want to reiterate, like um, the professionalism here, like they give us everything we need to perform. So like that's definitely... Yeah, not a, not a problem. Yeah, I mean, is there any differences for you, but depending on like different leagues you've played in and mm. um, to what you're facing here, or is it just too difficult to judge week to week? I, I think Sydney is a bit different because most of the pitches are synthetic. Yeah, so it's probably a little bit quicker in terms of obviously you can move the ball quick on synthetic, but here's a bit more physical. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the difference I found. Is the refereeing different? It's a bit more let it flow down here. Yeah, definitely, definitely, which is good to be fair <laughs> as a defensive type player. But um, yeah, definitely is more physical here. I don't know. Everyone just seems to be big, strong in Melbourne <laughs> compared to Sydney. <laughs> it's probably the opposite back home, to be honest. In terms of the refs, yeah, they're, they're sort of not, not physical in terms of fitness wise, but in terms of actual being physical with someone. Yeah, yeah it's, back homes are probably a little bit different. To, <laughs> to, yeah, definitely. Another step up in terms of what's allowed. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, no, sorry, back home. That yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, it's probably a little bit of a different level in terms of that that respect. So just even speaking to the referee during the game, it's, I'm just still trying to get used to how I can speak to him. <laughs> <laughs> being careful in that respect. What am I allowed to do? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Louis had a couple of words <laughs> with me, so it's um, yeah, I'll just <laughs> sort of take it each week as it comes. I mean, what's the adventure like for you coming overseas to play football, you know, settling in over here? And I guess what are you getting out of it, aside from just purely what's happening on the pitch? Uh, yeah, it's like I say, it was. Uh, I mentioned it after the Western game. It was a big decision for me at the time. Because um, you've come think, here on your own, have you? Uh, yeah, on my own, yeah. yeah. My girlfriend's coming in a couple of weeks, nice. um, just, just for more of like a vacation type of thing. But um, so, yeah, I'm on my own, obviously, living with Connor at the minute. Um it's been it's been tough, like I say. The, the transition was always going to be hard. I didn't think it was going to be easy. Um, I've got a couple of lads playing at George's who I played with back home, um, so I've not seen them as much as what I thought. But you know, obviously, in terms of settling in, I'm I'm sort of I like to think I'm fully settled in now. Um, used to the training patterns and things like that. Um, we did a, sort of quite a bit of adventuring in the first few weeks it was here, so that's that's calmed down a little bit as well now. So um, yeah, like I say, I'm just settling into the lifestyle of of the club, you know, the country. So. I'm still, I'd still like to do a bit more, not sightseeing, but sort of get around <laughs> a little bit more and, and see more as much as I can while I am here. So yeah, it's um, 
it took a bit of settling in, but like I said, I like to think I'm, I'm almost there now. What's kind of like to live with? He's good, yeah, he's good. We, we get on well, to be fair. We sort of have a, a bit of a routine. So we sort of switch you up in terms of the cleaning and things like that. It can be a bit of a mess sometimes, I won't lie. But yeah, it's, um, I'm downstairs and he's upstairs. So, you know, we sort of have our own, our own space a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if he's watching now, but he's probably, probably <laughs> laughing a bit. But um, yeah, it's like I say, we sort of have our own space at the minute with him being upstairs and me downstairs. So it's not too bad. It's the first time I've really lived with a teammate as such. So mm. yeah, I, I don't really have too much complaints at the minute. I mean, you're both from the north of England, but different parts, right? Different, yeah. A bit of a rivalry? A couple of, no, not really. No, no. We're both we're both sort of northern lads, so you know we sort of get <laughs> we sort of bounce off each other quite well, really. And so, to be honest, sometimes I can't I can't understand what he's saying, so I tend to think what it's like for, for you <laughs> guys then, as well. Then none of us can understand either of them. Exactly, yeah. So it's um, a bit of a translation going on. Well, I didn't get any of that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, I appreciate yeah. that you I'm used appreciate to that. the time. I'm used to that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, in terms of the Australia Cup game, we've got coming up. Everyone's talking about it. Got Oakley on the 29th. The top top team in the NPL here in Victoria. They're the reigning champions. Probably an even more star-studded squad list now than when they won the title uh, last year. Uh, just how excited are you, Brady, about testing yourself against the top team in the state? Yeah, look, to be fair, it's, um, everyone was buzzing when we got that draw. Um, there's nothing worse than sort of versing like a, lo- a lower team sort of in this mm. cup. You want to verse the best. You're going to have to eventually in the later stages in the tournament. So That's what we're here for. Yeah, there's no better 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 start to knock out Oakley first first round sort of thing. I mean, Wednesday night next week, it's an 8 p.m. kickoff, so make sure you get in early. Uh, it's I think we're expecting a, a fairly large turnout, um, even maybe even bigger than tomorrow night, we'll see. But... Uh, uh, cup football in the UK is, is a big part of the culture, isn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, again, like the FA Cup, for example, it's um, you know a lot of clubs thrive off it. To be honest, um, so it's it's as big. Like I said, I'm not I'm not hundred percent sure how big it is <laughs> over here as compared to to the UK. But yeah, like, you know everybody's heard of the FA Cup back home, um, and it's you know clubs from all levels sort of join into the FA Cup at, at some point. So it's um, you know it's a good occasion for everybody back home. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see what the what it's like over here, I guess. What the buzz is like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. especially like so under the lights as well. So it's um, it's something that I've, I've not experienced on the pitch mm. yet. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Well, it's actually a rematch with Oakley from a couple of years ago. We had them in the cup. Uh, ended up COVID seasons and all this stuff. It ended up being heavily delayed and then tragically played behind closed doors, which is just <laughs> the worst outcome possible. L- luckily this time, drawn at home in front of a huge crowd. It's going to be... Uh, I've got a few b- bits of housekeeping to, to run through. Um, so you've got to get in early to avoid the queues. So straight after work, get over here as quickly as you can. Obviously, parking's going to be at a premium. So make sure you spread out down uh, down Radford Road and, um, and find spots along. Just don't block any of the driveways. We want to be very courteous to our, our neighbours here uh, at Preston. Uh, we've got actually a few... Uh, VIPs coming down from uh, Football Australia, Football Victoria, from government and council. So this is a showcase for our club to the outside world and everybody knows the big things that are going on in Australian football at the moment with the National Second Division application and the club wanting to put its best foot forward. So um, we've it's just going to be... We've had a lot of questions about you know what the arrangements are going to be like with security and so forth. It's just going to be a normal game. We're looking forward to celebrating the football on the pitch, uh, the quality that we have, the quality that Oakley have, two sides who love to attack. Uh, I think, you know, it's just going to be a, a festival of football out there. So um, just note that uh, only uh, club uh, f- banners will be allowed to, to be brought into the ground. 
um, and just make sure, as always, and the fan behaviour has been immaculate this season, but uh, the FE behavioural code of conduct uh, applies as always and everyone, you know, supporting Preston at the ground is representing Preston at well. Um, the Oakley Cannons will have uh, a fan zone behind the visitors' bench, um, so the Oakley fans can, can gather there. Uh, but it's just a normal home game. Um, it's, there's really nothing more to it. There may be uh, some bag checks and wand checks as, as you come into the uh, into the ground, uh, but just make sure that uh, if you're wanting to access the pavilion as a member, uh, as a pavilion member, a sponsor, or a life member, make sure you have your lanyard because if you don't have your lanyard, you can't get in. Um, so uh, the game is also going to be live streamed uh, on our Facebook page as per normal. Um, which is fantastic. We've uh, had a really productive um, meeting with uh, Football Victoria and Oakley this morning um, just uh, around game day logistics and so forth. And uh, we're going to be able to stream the game, which is uh, which is brilliant. But obviously, for a game like this, you want to be here. So make sure you get down and uh, just help out the volunteers and the club in any way you can by just being patient and being courteous with... There's going to be queues. There's going to be lines. It's going to be busy. Um, so just be mindful that... Uh, where community run. Um, and then just for uh, tomorrow night, uh, I think it's really important to uh, point out that we are going to honour, uh, as our first home game since his passing, we are going to honour George McMillan, um, the beating heart of our club, really, the, the leader of all leaders. Uh, there's been tributes pouring in for him over the last few weeks, someone who, uh, who gave more for the shirt and cared more about the club than just about anyone who ever put it on. Um, so his family are going to be coming out to do the coin toss and uh, they're going to be uh, welcomed onto the pitch for the game and we're going to have um, a few things to, to pay tribute to, to George and his legacy here at the Preston Lions before kickoff. So uh, make sure you're aware of that um, before kickoff and um, because we're going to be honouring George. And um, yeah, uh, the scoreboard, I should have an update for you there as well. Sorry, this is a lot of... <laughs> uh, everyone's asking about the scoreboard. Um uh, it's it's on its way. We're getting there. It won't be it won't be lit tomorrow night, um, but in the next few weeks, we're we're very hopeful of finally getting that scoreboard lit. Um, a big thank you to uh, Tonga Excavations and to Electrical Connectivity and Igor Georgievsky uh, for their work, in, their tireless work in in getting that up and running. The trenches have been dug, lines are being run, uh, and given that it has been uh, quite a while since it was first installed, uh, Igor Georgievsky has personally dipped into his pocket to actually buy a brand new screen, um, state-of-the-art high-definition screen uh, to uh, install onto the onto the broadcast tower there, uh, which is absolutely fantastic. So a big thank you to Igor for that. Uh, gents, I'm going to let you guys go because I know you really badly want to eat some dinner and I want you fueled up for tomorrow night. But thank you both so much for uh, joining me here on the Lions Den. Congratulations on your efforts so far in the Preston jersey and we look forward to giving those home fans a show tomorrow night. Hey? No problem. Thanks, Thanks for having us. us. We're Cheers. going to take a short break. We've got two of our women's players coming up on the other side. Two new signings as well, Georgia Henderson and Delaney Lindahl to come. So stay with us here on the Lions Den. You're listening to the Lions Den on FNR Football Nation Radio. Welcome back to the Lions Den, the official Preston Lions Club show coming to you live. I'm delighted to be joined by two new members of our senior women's team now, Delaney Lindahl, Georgia Henderson. Welcome to you both. 
Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thanks for having us on. I mean, first things first, how did you find your MPLW debut on the weekend? I'm sure it wasn't for you, Georgia, but uh, for the club, a pretty significant day. Yeah, look, it was um, obviously the conditions weren't exactly what we would have hoped for, but um, other than that, it was really great to get out there with the girls. Um, had an absolute blast. So, yeah, it was so much fun. What did you make of the contest, Delaney, uh, against Alamein? A one-all draw, a good stepping stone? Yeah, you know, it's always rough um, when you start winning and then you kind of give up that end goal in the very end, last couple of minutes. Um, always kind of ends up feeling like a loss, whereas the other way around kind of feels like a win. Um, so that part was a little, you know, a little bit rough, but I think it just gave us some fire and um, is getting us excited to go into our next contest against a pretty good team. So how did you end up at Preston? How yeah. Does, just tell us the story. Yeah, so um, I just wanted to continue playing after I graduated college, and there's not a lot of options to continue playing in the U.S. unless you break into that top league, which is mm. real tough. Um, and I just wanted to go somewhere that I could compete, and that took everything seriously. And so I got connected with Daniel at Preston, and um, it's a great club out here. The facilities are amazing. The people are amazing. Um, the fans are amazing. It's it's a really good culture, and it's a really good experience, and I'm really excited to be here. So, yeah, basically just through Daniel. Yeah, I mean, we know that Dan has a sort of encyclopedic knowledge of players across Australia, but uh, dipping into overseas is, is pretty <laughs> impressive. Uh, uh, Rolodex of, of contact. Uh, I guess, how did he sell the project to you? Because I assume you knew virtually nothing about Preston Lions FC before Dan got in contact, right? Um, a little bit. I happen to know a little bit. Um, I was out here last year for a little bit of time, and it's a very long story. Um, but I knew of Preston, and I knew that they were a competitive club from the last time that I was here. And so I was already interested. And just talking to Daniel, I'm just extremely competitive, and he seems to be the same. And so when he kind of pitched the girls and the team and how competitive the club was, I was pretty sold. Well, a slightly uh, less lengthy journey for you, Georgia. Yeah, that's uh, it. <laughs> Canberra rather than California. Yeah, but, that's uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess same question. Yeah, yeah. Um, Daniel yeah, reached out um, through someone through my club. And then I was like, oh, that's that's a cool experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it got a bit closer to the end of the season. I was like, oh, you know what? I might actually give that a crack. I kind of really didn't think much into it until the end of the season. I was like, you know what? Let's just give it a shot. I've got nothing to lose. So, yeah, got in contact with Daniel, same as Delaney, kind of told us a bit about the club and all that kind of stuff and thought, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Um, and then now I've settled in with um, my housemate um, from Perth, so Rachel, um, and we get along really well, which is awesome. Um, and so far it's been it's been awesome. I'm glad that I've stepped out of my comfort zone because it's definitely something that I didn't think I'd ever do in my in my life, even though it's just Adelaide and it's not America or anything crazy like that. But, um, yeah, that was just a huge move for me, so I'm, I'm glad I did it. Adelaide, I should say. I think I said Canberra before. Yeah, bit of time. <laughs> I went yeah. with it. It's all good. Makes <laughs> feel better out another difference. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell, tell us about, you know, the club you were playing for in, in South Australia and, your, I guess, your football journey so far. Yeah, so I actually... Um, I played in a WMPL side um, a couple of years ago and then I um, decided to move down a couple of um, grades just because I couldn't quite commit to the level. Mm. Um, I do other umpiring and other outdoor um, activities so I thought I'd you know, just make it a little bit lighter on m myself and, and then I went down, we ended up getting promoted um, straight away that next year and, and I was like, you know what, I love this level, I can't. I, I really enjoy playing mm. at this level and I want to play it as, for as long as I can. Um, and then last year, yeah, so we, we had a year. It, was, it wasn't the best year, like a lot of ups and downs. Um, unfortunately, we did end up getting relegated. Um, but I learned so much that year, yeah. you know. Um, 
we did as a team. We, we learned a lot with the girls and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, and then I've just wasn't sure what you know I was going to stay at the club or what, what was going on and yeah Daniel obviously reached out and thought let's give it a crack so yeah so uh, players hate this question but I'm going to ask it anyway Delaney can you describe I guess your your style of play what you what you bring on the pitch <laughs> um, starting with your position I suppose yeah absolutely so I play um, defense I can do center back but I guess one of my strengths and what Daniel told me um, they love Americans for out here is that we just kind of run into the ground. Um, so we do a lot of running, a lot of running, <laughs> a lot of lifting, all that kind of stuff back in the U.S. And there's a huge emphasis on that aspect. So I would say that that's just a strength that I like to play into, especially here. Um, as Daniel's told me, like that's kind of something that they're looking at me to do. Um, growing up, I definitely played a lot of just – the typical play to feet, connect, play really simple. Um, I had a club coach that really made us only play like the simple ball and then move. So that was kind of always the style of play that I was used to. And then college got a little bit more physical and I got to learn a bit more about using my body and lifting and all that stuff. Um, and I would say here at MPL, the level is a little bit even more physical. Um, a lot of having to learn how to use my body in the correct way. So I'm trying to adjust to that. Um, yeah, it's, that's, I guess, kind of my style. I mean, where are you slotting into the team? Um, because we've sort of moved to a new formation this season. Are you one of the wing backs? Are you playing in the in the back three? Yeah, so I've been playing in the wing back position. Um, so plenty of ground to cover there for you. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. The other day, yeah, I was literally... She doesn't stop. She no. doesn't stop. Uh, I know, I wasn't wearing... We wear GPS trackers, and I forgot to wear it in the game, <laughs> so I didn't know. But you I get will, no credit for it. I yeah. know, but I will report back with those numbers as soon as I remember <laughs> to wear my GPS device. Sorry, Nat. Sorry. You're looking the stats at the end Delaney's so lazy it was at at training yesterday she was like is something up with your GPS because you only got two K's and I was like yeah that was the warm up Uh, (laughs) yeah what about you Uh, Um, your style of play I guess yeah no just a just midfielder Um, yeah I I do like to run box to box I'm kind of like Mm. uh, all over the park sometimes don't know exactly where I'm going Um, but no (laughs) uh, yeah so I just like to be yeah hard and um, and just up and back and you know always trying to find a be in a position to to receive the ball and, and play it off not really a kind of shooter just like to play it off and give it to someone who's who's great at shooting <laughs> however I will say this girl gets into the best most electric tackles that really like move up the vibe of the whole team and I think that this happened a couple of times that like she'll put her body life on the line and you know she might tumble down in the process of it, it but it works <laughs> and it makes everyone really excited so I think it raises the level uh, we we love a an uncompromising challenge here at Preston. Exactly, a couple of ballast scars. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like that. You know, the pitches are mainly grass here, whereas back in Adelaide they were all synthetic, so those burns were just uh, constant. Sticks mm-hmm. to your sheets that night. It was sticking to everything. So <laughs> it's nice to have nicer legs for once. <laughs> yeah, um, I think we've got a couple of opponents with synthetic pitches this mm. season at the Venator Club. There's a couple of teams playing there, but largely Mostly. in Victoria, we, we try and keep it natural, That's which is, uh, I certainly prefer it. I, I think most of the players do as well. Mm-hmm. For sure, um, absolutely. You're playing in the midfield alongside Miri Nishimura, who yeah. netted a, a free kick that was, I mean, it was a stunning goal, but she 
took it so casually, it didn't yeah. look as good as it was. That, yeah, that's <laughs> very she, Miri. She just she just knows what she's doing. She knows where to place it. We all just the keeper didn't move. I don't think. No. Um, just looked at it go past, and we we're just like, yeah, good one. That was awesome. No, just passed it in. <laughs> Let's go again. The edge of the box, unbelievable. Yeah, no, she's killer. <laughs> and Mon as well. You know, it's really good. I have a great midfield. Um, Mon's so solid and just like hard, and you know knows where to play. A great football brain, and Miri's so technically really talented. Um, so yeah, it's just I think the team is is awesome. Like we've got so many different. You know, Delaney just runs. She's got a great left foot, right foot, doesn't matter. Um, and yeah, we just all kind of gel really well together. It's it's a nice fit. Yeah, You've got a nice sort of balance of abilities Absolutely. in there. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, how have you found? Uh, I, you mentioned you were here briefly um, before, but how have you found Australia so far since you moved? Yeah. You haven't been here that long, have you? No, no. I've only been here for about like a month this time. And so I love Australians. Um, you guys are so sweet as a whole. Um, everyone's just so willing to help all the time, which is something that you don't run into a lot in the US. <laughs> and also you guys are so chill, which is again something that you don't run into in the US. Like even at trainings and stuff, everyone's just like so relaxed and laid back in a, in a positive way. And it's really nice um, coming into that kind of an environment. Um, yeah, I'm really loving it. It's really nice. I mean, Melbourne's not a terrible place to live. It's gorgeous <laughs> here. So, and I don't have to deal with the traffic because I don't drive. Yeah. So that's the nice <laughs> part too. <laughs> well, where are you from exactly? I'm from Orange County, California. Wow. So, mm-hmm. you know, pretty, pretty place of the world, right? Yeah. It's honestly really similar to here. Like the look of it specifically, um, kind of city meets beach right. in certain spots. Um, I don't think our beaches are quite as warm. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. And you really. also have to pay for parking. Yeah. Which I've uh, found out most of them. I have to pay parking and I was shocked. Did you shocked. learn that the hard way? Yeah. I was shocked. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got to be here for 20 minutes. Uh, maybe the city later. beaches. you got to get further out. Okay. You'll, you'll explore. Just a, a bit of a bit. hike. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No worries. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Noted. I mean, so, how have you found Melbourne so far? Yeah, good. I um thought it would take me a lot longer to settle in. Obviously, I mean, it is similar in a way to mm. Adelaide. Um, but obviously, moving out from home, you know, living doing everything myself, cooking, you know, cleaning, all that kind of stuff, which I think, you know, you take a bit for granted, you know, you don't do it all at home. So here it was, it was a bit of a shock, but I've, yeah, I've seen to settle in quite, quite nicely, a lot better, um, except for the traffic, just that, that kills me. It's um, <laughs> just the, the trains, the trams, how long you have to stay at the lights for. I'm still getting used to that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's only getting worse as well. Down yeah. Here. But uh, I mean, you say you've settled in quickly. I mean... Social media was a buzz this week. Preston social media, I mean, because of uh, Danny's yeah. mic'd up video. That if you haven't awesome. seen it, make sure you take a look. Uh, but I was thinking that was quite a few weeks ago now. Um, my fault, largely. It took me a long time to edit it. But uh, <laughs> it, that was one of maybe your first training session or a couple? That was my second, second one. My one. first one you guys missed out on because I was so jet lagged because I had just gotten <laughs> off the train. I, the plane, sorry. I actually thought I was going to pass out. I've never seen that many stars in my life. So that was my second one. That's why I'm on my feet. In <laughs> uh, but just the, I guess, the general vibe and the banter in that video and the end, talking about your favorite karaoke songs. And things. Oh, yeah. Sorry I mean, about that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Valerie. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> I can't believe you Hey, don't do it me like that. that. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut. <laughs> but my point is, and then I'll stop making fun of you. My point is that it seemed as if uh, you guys have known each other for years. And yeah. Yet, you know, it was you've only been here for a few weeks. Yeah, the girls are great. And, like, you know, if you ever have any issues with anything. So, at the start, I had an issue with my car. And I was like, 
what do I do? You know, the girls are straight there to help you out. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I just, the banter's great. The banter is awesome. Uh, like you said in that video, you can just tell how well we, we just all get along with each other. All so different, but all gel really nicely together. So it's great. As soon as you, like, as, I don't know if you felt the same, but yeah, the first training that I came out as, it felt like they were immediately all like welcoming me into all of their jokes and all that kind of stuff. And the culture is really nice and really welcoming. It's been great. Is it a bit nerve-wracking before you turn up for that first session? Or are you you're too jet-lagged to even think about it? You're too tired? I was nerve-wracking that <laughs> I was going to pass out. And <laughs> those nerves almost came true. Um, but even, yeah, the first session we were doing 18-to-18 um, 18 18 yard box sprints. And I was running next to Haley Masidi. And she was like, you've got it. You've got it. And she didn't even, like, know me yet. She didn't, you know, no one knows anything about me. But they were all already cheering me on. Yeah. Um, and that was really nice to already feel so much support from everyone on the team. It was really great. But definitely nerve-wracking, of course, coming yes. that first <laughs> first time. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's great because I thought it would be quite demoralizing to be beside Haley in the sprints. <laughs> well, at least the first couple. And after <laughs> that, you, ca you catch up, right? <laughs> oh, she's Girl's awesome. Quick. She is yeah. quick. She's very quick. Well, now that I'm, I'm scouting for my next... Uh, victim for the mic'd up I mean who who's the loudest apart from Danny obviously who's the loudest in your, in your training sessions is the oh, hey, most I turkey. reckon Mon I would love to hear Mon in training yeah I wouldn't mind that um, however there might need to be a lot of censorship <laughs> um, so maybe that would put more work for you so that is a good question it's not something I kind of thought about hmm might have, to might have to give me a second on yeah. that one. Yeah, that or, or that one. give, give it uh, <laughs> over in the back of your mind. Um, yeah. uh, while while you're thinking about it, yes. I'll, I'll quickly plug the merchandise because uh, if mm -hmm. you're just joining us, we've got our beanies, we've got our scarves, our winter winter warmers in, we've got our umbrella, which we're not going to open for superstitious reasons. And, of course, <laughs> our third kit. I mean, uh, I don't know, you know, you had a lot of uh, things told to you by, by Daniel before, before you came, but you probably didn't expect to be the best dressed team mm -hmm. in the country, no. right? No. I didn't realise this was coming. I didn't realize it either until he, Dan was talking to us, other Dan, not Daniel, Dan, was talking to us about like all the kits and showing us photos and everything. Again, that just goes into the professionalism of the club. But I was like, these are all for us? All three of these? Well, I found out a minute before this, uh, this started, so I'm new to it. Yeah, it's sick. It is awesome. It's so sick. It They're so cool. I'm very lucky here. Yeah, all my friends and family from home um, are already looking into buying them. <laughs> so shameless plug yeah fantastic well it's no surprise because you're all over the marketing if people would have said yeah that. I mean how, how was the photo shoot <laughs> what can't I sell that's the bigger <laughs> question um, the photo shoot was really really fun um, it was right where we're sitting actually mm -hmm. um, yeah and it was super fun it was like a, only two or something hours we smashed it out super easy I did open that umbrella inside um, is that superstitious well, is that an Aussie thing it's alright that was before the first game and we, we drew so it was fun is it what's the superstition? Oh, yeah, it's apparently bad luck to open umbrellas indoors. I don't really know. Wait, How is that, else do you is that another thing? I don't know. Hey. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got a lot to learn. We've got lots to learn. <laughs> I don't need those. I'm from California. We don't. Yeah, we don't, don't know what umbrellas are. <laughs> I mean, uh, there was a bit I cut out of the video actually, where uh, Danny was trying to wind you up about us eating insects or something. Yeah. Um, yeah how many people have tried to trick you about Australian traditions so far? Is it just Danny? <laughs> no, so many people try to. <laughs> That's our favourite national sport, I think, <laughs> is telling Americans about drop bears. And then they're always like, <laughs> I'll always just be like, yeah, that's not true. And they're always like, you don't have a sense of humor. <laughs> like, that's want? no fun if you don't believe it. <laughs> I got to go along yeah, with it. Yeah, you got to act the gullible American okay. and just make us feel better about the stereotypes that okay. we all hold in our heads, right? Okay, well, I know, especially because I'm blonde, it goes right into it. <laughs> California, we'll play up the Valley Girl accent and we'll be good to go. I mean, uh, 
MPLW this season, obviously the club coming into a high division. Um, what are the, I guess, internal expectations that have been set for this group? Because um, is it just to be competitive? Is it to push for finals? What's what's in your mind like a uh, a season that you could look back on and say, we, you know, we did a good job? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, like I said last year, was in a WMPL side and unfortunately did get relegated. Um, so I, I do understand what that is like and I do understand that that is on the cards. Um, but also, you know, the girls have been working really hard. Um, I think we just got to keep that intensity up at trainings and games and really switch on because it is important, um, you know, especially these next few weeks to kind of get on top. Um, but yeah, it's... Yeah, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm really excited for the. I'm really excited for this season. Um, but yeah, we just need to just keep working week in, week out. Um, the, a lot of the girls obviously know what the other teams are like and how they play. Whereas mm. for myself, I haven't quite looked into that. So obviously, hearing from other girls and and from the team how the teams play, but it's kind of nice going in fresh and not knowing exactly people from other teams and just you know just playing football and yeah being there. So. Yeah, and I also think like. Obviously, we just got promoted, so I think it's no secret that probably everyone thinks we're most likely going to be the first ones going down. So the expectations from others probably on the outside are low, but I think everyone in it and within us, the expectations are extremely high. Mm -hmm. So I think that with everyone else, there's like nothing to lose, everything to gain. But with us, it's not like that at all. I think we're all Mm -hmm. coming into every game with something to prove and like very ready to prove it. And I think that we all have got a number on our back and we're ready to go. Yeah. Well, no better team to prove it against than the reigning champions, right? And we've got the bye this week, so no game this week, but yep. you've got an extra week to prepare for Colder United, the mm. reigning champions. Uh, have you heard anything about them? Look, I not a lot. I mean, I, know, I hear there's stuff going around, but I, I'm kind of pretty... Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't think I've heard too much. My site, Someone's mm. come to me about it, or I've, I've never talked to someone about it. So, um, not sure, but yeah, like I said, I, I have heard that they are kind of the top kind of team ones to beat so we'll see how we go well they have kind of set the benchmark for the last few years although a number of their players have actually been uh, poached by the new uh, Western United A-League women's side so it's going to be a newer look team and I believe a new coach as well taking over that that team now that the coach um, Mark Tocaso has moved up to A-League women's Um, so maybe victims of their own success in that regard so might be a good one to get them early before those uh, A-League women's players come back that's what I did think yeah (laughs) Because that's what round is, will they, do we know what's, when they'll start coming back? Uh, sure. Probably mid-season. So. Yeah, cool. No, I think we're ready. I mean, the week off, obviously, part of me is like, oh, it's not a good time to have a week off, second second round. But I think it might be good just to, to reset and, um, yeah, work hard next week. We've worked pretty hard at trainings this week, you know, heavy session on the Wednesday. So, we are, we're ready to go. <laughs> I mean, uh, first Friday night game under the lights, we were talking about it with the boys mm-hmm. pretty special atmosphere here on, on Friday nights and we've actually got a couple of uh, double headers that we're hoping to get get up for uh, later on in the season which are going to be awesome um, but uh, <coughs> how much are you look f- looking forward to, to playing your home game out first home game out on that that huge it's huge pitch. <laughs> it is huge <laughs> I'm so excited my my college that I attended had a absolutely massive field as well um, the biggest in our conference and as I said I love to run so this field I'm so excited for our games were also on Friday night um, back in college so I I'm excited to get back to the familiarity mm. of a nice big field with a nice big fan section yeah. on a Friday night um, I think that the crowd can really help us pump us up and um, as Hendo said a little bit earlier the the field on Saturday wasn't ideal mm. um, to say the least so we're very excited to get back onto our field that we get to play on and 
Yeah. Sure, we can do. How is it like? How is it training on that thing? I mean, we, we're uh, getting it. Actually, I should note uh, the ground's being worked on. We've got. Uh, the pitch being mown and, and marked tomorrow, it's looking magnificent again mm. after a period of just leaving it to recover and uh, re-sowing it before uh, while we had all those away games for the senior men. So we've refreshed it. Uh, how's it looking out there and how's it to train on? I mean, oh, it's a lot of ground to cover. It is. It's pretty close to perfect. It is perfect, you know. It's like, yeah, every ball comes here nicely. Um, yeah, I I don't have anything bad to say about mm. it. Like, I, yeah, it, obviously it is quite big, so get quite knackered after training on it but um yeah it is it is a great pitch and I'm super pumped to to be playing on it and very soon and having a little bit of a crowd out mm. there and yeah I, I don't know about you but I think we only got like two sessions in on the big field so I got I'm a couple excited. more than you because I reckon okay. I was maybe a week or so mm. before you come mm. in this is my sixth week being here mm. um but yeah it every time we got on it I was like oh we got on the big pitch tonight mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You beauty so and it's so nice yeah uh, it is very lush out there and uh could it be a bit of a home advantage for us this season with the size of the pitch, other teams not being used to the dimensions of it? I mean, like we said, we haven't played on it heaps um, this season. Uh, like, we've just done little bits after training. So, um, But, yeah, it definitely is an advantage. I also think we have a lot of speed up yeah. top, um, and it obviously helps on a bigger pitch to be able to utilise that speed. Um, so I'm excited to see what that looks like in our first game to see what the speed looks like. Absolutely. Well, we uh, two weeks ago when we had our last show, I interviewed the, the strike partnership of uh, Rachel and Mel. How's, mm. how's Mel coming along in sessions? Cammy? Yeah. Cammy, yeah. 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 <laughs> of course it's Cammy. Yeah. No, she's killing it. It's so nice to have someone like her on the team. She's got a lot of experience, a lot to bring. Um, yeah, no, She's awesome. I yep. think that, yeah, they're they're a nice duo too because I think you guys covered this, but mm-hmm. Cammie loves um, bounce the ball right at her feet and Rage she loves to run. run. Yep. So I think that they're a good duo and I think that like the more games that they play together, they just keep finding more and more of a rhythm and it's it's going really well for them. I agree with that, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I'm certainly looking forward to seeing all that come to fruition. It sounds like you, you were talking even at the start of the segment about little different complementary partnerships that we've got going throughout the team of, you know, the, the midfield mix being, you know, complementary players. I mean, what, what's Miri like to play with, by the way? I, we sort of um, dug into it a little bit, but I think her English is a lot better than she lets on because she, she doesn't want me to know because she doesn't want to come on the show. <laughs> yeah, um, I think that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. I just, um, I don't want to chat to her too much and then she not like me or something like that. But <laughs> no, she's, she's really cool. And I think, you know, Moni and Miri have, been um, working together for quite a while so the, the way that they play together is amazing and I'm just kind of like oh, just watching like wow this is awesome to watch um, but no she's yeah she's awesome um, I do like I get along with Miri get along with the whole the whole team all the girls are awesome very welcoming so yeah it's yeah been good I mean those uh, those set piece specials uh, have oh, become yeah. a bit of a regular occurrence. I don't know how many goals she scored directly from corner kicks so far. I think it's been three maybe four. I heard there was one last season like last minute with her left foot and she's right-footed. That just went right in. Yeah, she's dead. Was that the the legendary uh, Heidelberg Cup tie? It might have been. That is. Yeah. Yep, that's for sure what Dan was talking about. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll dig into it a bit when we've got Heidelberg coming up, but I think there might be a score to settle there. Mm. A bit of a rivalry Can't build wait. up. <laughs> I have heard a little bit about that, so <laughs> I'm excited. Gee, there's some big names that you're taking on in the top flight. Isn't it exciting? Oh. Very yeah. exciting. <laughs> Ready for it. <though. laughs> Preston, back on the big stage. Our senior women in NPLW. 
uh, strutting their stuff in the top flight once again. It's absolutely magnificent. Delaney, Georgia, thank you so much for joining me here on the Lions Den. Uh, thank you for modelling for our third kit, which is going to be <laughs> flying off the shelves. Pre-orders, get them in ASAP and uh, get down here tomorrow night for the Friday Night Lights as our senior men take on Melbourne City. It's an 8.30pm kickoff for that. Obviously, the... Uh, the Rezies, if you can come down early for the 6.15, uh, are playing as well. And they just got their first win on the board. So great uh, to, to cheer them on. And then the big one next week, Colder United, 8.15pm, uh, I believe, uh, kickoff here. Um, Sounds good to me. I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have it written down <laughs> in front of me. We just come when they so, tell us. Yeah, yeah easy. Um, when you hear. <laughs> uh, but taking on the uh, the reigning champions uh, of MPLW Victoria, and we're taking on uh, the men's champions of the top flight in the midweek game in the Australia Cup against Oakley on March 29th. So it's a massive week for the Preston Lions, and uh, we can't wait. We can't wait to share it all with you. Uh, we're going to call it here on the Lions Den. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've missed any of tonight's show, head on over to the FNR Football Nation Radio podcast platforms or catch the replay on Facebook. Good night. Preston, Preston. Near Post City. It's in. And again, Warren Speak has a hand in it. Andrew Zinni scores the goal. Not only are the fans winning on the terraces, the team are winning on the pitch. Two goals in two minutes. 2-1 up, Preston Macedonia, and we've got an invasion on. Comes out with the ball, Barishevich to strike! Oh, what a goal! Get out of here! That is outrageous! Not Carl Barishevich! Get around it! Writes his name in Preston folklore! It's the winner! What a great goal by Kuleski! The crowd has gone wild, ladies and gentlemen. The Preston Lions are the Premiership champions. Skidarevich. Bell! It's there! Preston have done it! Through ball for Speak. He's in the box. Back for Cole. Cole square. Here's a chance for Smith. Smith, yes, it's there. Spink, Cole, Smith. Smith doing the damage. 1-0.